No, we're not. Are we done? done? We There's haven't no... even started yet. Oh, okay. Mike. I've had enough of you already. Does that uh, count? <laughs> I've been in the room with you for about two minutes. That's, that's about two minutes too long for me. Mm, it's fair. All right. Um, listen, today's podcast, we're going to talk to Blake Masters. Yeah. You running know for Senate. Is? I do. He's running for Senate in Arizona. Yeah. I think uh, we've got a tightening race there. He's, he's within striking distance, and uh, I really hope he wins. Yeah, me too. Please. Please win. Please, everybody that you know, get them into your car. And if they're going to vote <laughs> Democrat, put them in the trunk of the car. No. no? Glenn Beck! Uh, uh, this is the sort of thing. This is a civil war he's advocating for. You know that's coming now. Now you've done Now it. it's coming. Now I'm done. Um, well, you should hear the rest of the show, because... Uh, I'm going to do it again. And we hear uh, in, in the rest of the show, um, Democrats basically calling over and over again for civil war. Yeah. Which is weird because they keep accusing us of doing it, but they keep saying it's happening already. Yeah. I've, I've kind of figured this out. I think all of America has. Whatever it is they say we're doing, they're doing it. Uh, so we have uh, that and also the latest from the Fed. You're going to love it. Hey, social credit scores. Mm. Who doesn't want social credit scores? See, I didn't hear anybody speak up, so I guess we're going to get them. Anyway, um, podcast coming up here in a second. Uh, Brought to you by Goldline. Tons of Americans still don't know it's possible that you can use your retirement account to uh, acquire precious metals. You could be saving up for retirement and building a protective wall against inflation and Oh, I don't know. Collapse, which, by the way, we do talk about um, Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers. And now we have uh, Deutsche Bank and Credit Suisse, which look like they're going to be kind of cut from the same cloth. So don't worry. Your money's safe. Or you could take some of it and hedge a little bit with gold or silver. Right now, call Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program, where... Very glad to have you here, including Mr. Pat Gray from <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that is uh, on Blaze TV just before this program and can be heard wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. How was your Still, weekend? Oh, it was perfect. In every way. I had a perfect, perfect yeah, yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, so uh, uh, what do you have today? Uh, well, I'm kind of interested in uh, Air Canada ordering mm. 30 electric planes that can carry passengers Maybe 124 miles. Holy cow, yeah. not 124 yeah. miles. What is it, about 18 miles from here to New York City? It's probably... Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. It's about so, that. So, I mean, it'll easily get you to New York City. Paris is another 50 miles or so from well, New York. It might be a little bit long. You might have to stop in Greenland to <laughs> but, refuel. But this should cover just about everything. Yeah. And I would feel so safe in an all-electric plane, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. nothing could go wrong with them. No, you know. do they have solar panels on top? Uh, no, I don't believe oh. they do. Actually, huh. I don't think so. Just really expensive and environmentally unfriendly batteries. Well, they're not so. only unfriendly batteries. You still are, you know, burning coal to be able to 
fill that tank up, if you will. Right. You know. Right. So you got that. Uh, I can't imagine. Oh, and here's another really good feature of these planes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which are coming very soon uh, by 2028. Mm. Good. Uh, it seats up to get this 30 passengers. Up to 30. Up to. No. Up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, not more than if that. you want to fly more miles than 124, they limit it to 25. Oh, and then you can go 249 like miles. 249 miles. And if that's not enough for you, get out and walk. Yeah. Shut up. My gosh, who I don't needs want to, to go further than 240 Nobody, miles? Nobody. There's no that's reason to. It is, is too far. far. Right. It is too far. Wow. <laughs> By the time you really got through security, is. you could have driven it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you have to show up two really hours is. early. Mm-hmm. 60 yeah. miles an hour, two hours, you're 120 miles. That's, that's yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, but then you'd be burning carbon, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, and uh, you're not being a friend of the, the planet. Right. Yeah. So, and you're, worshiping Gaia. And what, so. and what you don't know is that your car's not going to run anyway. So you won't have any choice. You'll probably right. walk to the airport and then say, could I get on this plane? I, I have to go to work <laughs> and it'll take you to work. Well, it'll take you to the airport. Within yeah. 120 miles of where you work, uh, so that which be is great. all you need, really. It's all you need. Then you instead of Get walk me from close. home, you you walk to the uh, <laughs> walk to the office. This electric thing, where everything has to be electric, mm-hmm. you know, cars by 2035 in California, planes. We're going to get our first dose in 2028. This is going to work out really well. I feel. I feel, I feel like it's going to be right. I'm pretty sure everything that they're working on is going to work gonna out work pretty out well. It's going to work out really well. Yeah. 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 Well, it's one of those things when you're driving an electric car, let's say you're low on battery mm. and you're driving down the street and you run out of, of power, mm-hmm. you will coast to a stop. Right. You don't fall um, like 30,000 feet. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a different, <laughs> it's a different feel. Yeah. And, you know, and actually when your car runs out of battery, you don't coast. It just it just stops. stops. Mm-hmm. It stops. Well, I told you about the uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the original Tesla, the, the mm-hmm. first one they mm-hmm. they made, which mm-hmm. we covered back at CNN headline mm-hmm. news back mm-hmm. in the day. It was a hundred and ten thousand dollar sports car, two seater. Mm. Uh, looks like a Lotus. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it's a cool looking car, and it, you know, it definitely has. It was an amazing technology, particularly at the time. Um, but I was, I, I'm, uh, I just think, you know, they're pretty cool cars. And, and I was talking to a guy who owned one mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I was like, ah, this would be a cool thing to have. Like if you're a car, car collector, the first Tesla, like, yeah, you know, be before yeah. people even sure. really the company existed. Mm-hmm. And so he was telling me, he, he said that there was a minor incident, um, because there is a factory that, that does, you know, all these like old parts because they don't even really, I mean, mm-hmm. they service the car, but it's not like, you know, it's not easy to get the parts anymore. Um, they did have a, uh, a fire. At one of the factories where they lost, I think, 45 of them. Now, I think there was 1,300 made mm-hmm. in the United States. So, like, losing 45 is kind of a big deal. Yeah, Significant. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure the fire is still burning to this moment. But it wasn't um, It wasn't due to batteries or electrical. Oh, no, no. It was something totally different. Okay, good. Uh, but <laughs> the other thing is, if you... It's if, kindling they left around the yeah, factory. Right. Yeah, that like happens California. all the time. Yeah. You leave yeah, kindling. Exactly. We were trying to clean it up. place. Trying to eat the place. I didn't throw in that. It's a Tesla repair slash kindling factory oh, which is okay. a bad car that makes a yeah, lot of sense. really bad, bad combination you start those batteries on fire <laughs> with kindling uh, but he was saying that if you have a one of these cars and mm-hmm. you got to keep it charged right it's not a car you're taking out all the time right like it's a collector's yeah. item so you got to keep it charged but you can't overcharge it because it'll burn it out. could burn out yeah and if you if you let it no, go, not burn out 
It could burn, burn up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you let it go to 0% battery. Yes. The car is now a very expensive paperweight because you can't, <laughs> yeah, right. you will never charge it again. Once it goes to zero, battery completely toast. Now, I assume they've probably improved this over the years with with Tesla's or this would be happening a lot more often. But like this was the wow. way it was set up. So if, That's amazing. And the new battery, I think, is $45,000 and you have to wait so, 18 months. So now still, they're I, still no, 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 like no. 28 grand. Wait a minute, wow. guys. Yeah. That, that, I don't think that's been changed. So okay. you, what if it goes so, to zero? So it's I have, dead. I have solar energy. Yeah. I have a fifteen freaking thousand dollar battery. One, okay, mm-hmm. and a row of whole bunch of other batteries. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I can only use it to be safe. I can only drain it to about forty percent. Gotta have forty percent left in it. Once you start getting down lower, and if it ever drains, you're done. You're done. Oh my god. Done. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I'm totally the guy that would have you know would would have this thing plugged in and not drive it for for a few weeks, and then it would get the kid goes in there to get something out of the garage, knocks the plug out. I don't notice, and then the car's toast. Yeah, like, that's but totally what I would do if I had yes. one of those cars. Stu, you're mm-hmm. not thinking. I mean, you're you're much more responsible than that. Like, you never have you ever had your phone go out of power? No, <laughs> nobody's ever done that. You I'm, always I'm plug right. it in before it goes out <laughs> every single time. Every, every single time. time. I, I never let mine get below forty <laughs> percent. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, I say I just have to stop working and talking or doing whatever I'm doing when it gets to forty percent. Now, to be clear, you can't get it fully charged and leave it plugged in either. That right. that would be very bad. That would be very you, bad. You well, can't the do that. good news is, in my case, with solar energy, it never fully charges. <laughs> so, oh, great! Yeah, so we have that. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of sunshine, um, you know, DeSantis. <sighs> mm, this guy. This guy. Mm. This guy is so bad. This guy is so bad. Yeah. Would you? Use that label because that's the label I use for him. He's a fascist. I don't think it's strong enough. Yeah, you're but right. Well, I think he might even be the Antichrist. Okay? That's a very good possibility. I don't know. Would you expect Would you expect DeSantis to be the Antichrist? No. No, you wouldn't. No. No. Um, and uh, uh, Maude Newton, who we all know and love. The Maude yes. Newton? Maude. Oh. Maude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she describes herself as a writer, a critic, an editor, an occasional speaker. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she, so she, she writes and occasionally edits speaks. all the time. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally <laughs> rarely speaks. rarely converses. Right. I think mm-hmm. she should speak maybe less. Okay. But uh, <laughs> she tweeted that uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis used the word biblical when he was describing the hurricane storm surge as a in evangelical dog whistle. Oh, wow. Yeah. So no evangelicals heard it then? Yeah. Because only dogs hear dog whistles. So that's weird. No, no it means <laughs> weird. if evangelicals were dogs, oh, oh, they would hear it. They're yes. the only yes. ones who hear it. Okay. Yes, they're the only huh. ones. Okay. And weird. she said, this language is an evangelical dog whistle, uh, i.e. it's mm-hmm. not climate change. It's God, which is, which, uh, of course, that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, really I mean, a dog whistle as much as, you know, 
Like I, because I, 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 I'm curious if she heard it. How is it an evangelical dog <laughs> right. whistle? Right, she's really good she, point. Is she deeply evangelical? Is that what we're learning about? No, Maude she Newton? just has special skills. Okay, she just has special hearing. She can decipher dog yeah. whistles. Now hmm. she she did delete the tweet. Oh no! But she came out and said, "Sometimes I stand by a tweet." but delete it because I've spent enough of my life amid the rantings and abuse of rapture obsessed evangelicals. Okay. So mm. she sounds really friendly to evangelicals. <laughs> she does. Oh, yeah. She sounds yeah. very open-minded. Yeah. Friendly enough to yeah. hear the dog whistle. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. evangelical yeah. whistle. Well, she's special. You know what I mean? She's got the special mm-hmm. skill and she knows better. Some would describe her as special. Not you. Not me. Not you. Not you me. Wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that. You she wouldn't do seems that. very special. And uh, finally, let me give you this, uh, this quick story. Um, and you're going to find this stew in particular. You're going to find oh, this uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, internal materials now show adult former Democratic legislative aide who encouraged students to say that transgender youth will kill themselves over a Republican policy, uh, you know, was um, was kind of spearheading the national walkouts and uh, the walkouts that students where they were supposedly, yeah. you know, objecting to transgender policies from uh, Glenn Youngkin. Um, but <laughs> there's an internal video now that shows the student group uh, that was led by the former Democratic staffer. And uh, that he and the group knew that a large portion of students had absolutely no interest in the cause. They just wanted to skip school. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Yeah, it's a shocker. Now, I can say, uh, because I I get this dog whistle. uh, (laughs) I was in this group and walked out of high school for literally any cause. Any time there were many, many walkouts. I remember when I was in school and every single time, no matter what the cause was, I walked out and I was passionate about whatever it was at that time. Now, I didn't know what it was each time, but I was always passionate about it because if you were Mm -hmm. passionate about it, you could walk out and then all the teachers would, number one, let you out of class. They would they would excuse it. And number two, they would look at you as like, wow. And there's someone who's these kids are really, really tuned in. They're tuned in. They're taking mm-hmm. their their civic duty seriously. Who said that? This was the vibe of the teachers. Right, they, they were like okay. more like, hey, yeah. like they didn't get mad at you for okay. walking out. It so, was more like rock the vote. Like these yeah. kids are involved. They were proud of you. So yeah. was it just was it just me and my family? Because I never walked out of school mm. because I knew my dad would say. I know what the hell you're doing. Get your ass back in school. Well, they didn't even like I. Re- the way I remember, again, it's been a while here. I'm a hundred years old at this point. But what I remember is they wouldn't. It wasn't even in like they wouldn't tell the parents, "Hey, your kid was out of school. We're upset." It was just like everyone would walk out. They'd do the thing. We'd walk around. Many of us would branch off at the convenience store and then join on the way back into the protest. And then he'd walk back into school, and everyone would be like, "Wow, that'd be a, like a local news item." Students. Uh, walk out of school to support, I don't know, probably late-term abortion or whatever we were walking out over. I have no idea. And that was it. 
the, the, you just miss a bunch of classes and it would be over. He it was grew fantastic. Up in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember the student protest <laughs> yeah, movement really? in Montana. Yeah. We protested it being too cold once in a while, yeah. but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Stayed home. Well, you wouldn't want to walk out 80 below. You wouldn't want to walk outside in Montana. No, you don't. No. <laughs> You'd no, want to you stay don't. inside no matter what. Oh, there's August, but they're not in school. Right. Right. That's right. You, you can walk until after there. Labor Day. There's yeah. a couple nice months in Connecticut. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you just walk out, and then you know you walk out until you get to a place you want to go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's probably buy something there, maybe have McDonald's. And yeah, then the you McDonald's walk back was, a, in. was a little bit. We usually to, for McDonald's we'd That's have to fancy. take the car. Mm-hmm. They're very. We'd uh, have to walk. We'd have to act like we were walking out with a group, but then walk to the parking lot and get the car, and then drive to McDonald's. That was a little yeah. bit more of a trek, but you could do that too. <laughs> and, and we did hmm. many many times. Well, all of us here on the Glenn Beck uh, program are. Shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Shocked to hear mm-hmm. that last week's walkout. Uh, apparently, very few kids really even knew what they were walking out for. Hard to believe. Stunning. Shocked. Yeah, Stunning. It's, it's shocking. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So, Stu, um,. I, you know, I spent a couple of minutes, just wanted to, you know, wanted to check in with old Vlad mm-hmm. and uh, see what he was thinking. Um, and, uh, you know, he declared the lands he invaded now Russian soil. And then Im- immediately lost them. <laughs> right. Like he said they're Russian soil. And then uh, like a day later, Ukraine took over one of the key cities in the region. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, because uh, here's what Putin said. We will defend our land with all the powers and means at our disposal. In 1991, in the Belovzeth forest, without asking the will of common citizens, the representatives of the then party elites decided to destroy the USSR. And people suddenly found themselves cut off from their motherland. This tore apart and dismembered our nation, becoming a national catastrophe. So that's the deal when all of the Soviet leaders got in and went and met with, I think, Yeltsin, right? And they were in the middle of this forest and they they were like, okay, what are we going to do, guys? And they decided to make the, the Russian Federation. And so the Soviet Union went away. He said, I admit they didn't fully understand what they were doing and the consequences that this would inevitably lead to in the end. But this is no longer important. There is no Soviet Union. The past cannot be brought back. And Russia today does not need it anymore. We're not striving for this. The battlefield to which fate in history has called us is the battlefield for our people, for great historic Russia. For future generations, our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. I want the Kiev authorities to know they're real masters in the West. I want them to hear me so they remember this. People living in Donetsk and these other places are becoming our citizens, and they will be our citizens forever. We call on the Kiev regime to immediately end hostilities, end the war that they unleashed back in 2014, and return to the negotiating table. We are ready for this, but we will not discuss the choice of the people in those areas. 
That choice has already been made, and Russia will not betray them. Sanctions, now listen to this. This is really important that you hear this, because this this is how the other side is fighting the Great Reset. Quite honestly, this is how you scoop a lot of people who are anti-Great Reset and push them into the Russia camp, okay? Sanctions were not enough for the Anglo-Saxons. Interesting choice of words. They moved on to sabotage. It's hard to believe, but it is a fact that they organized the blasts on the Nord Stream International Gas Pipelines, which run along the bottom of the Baltic Sea. It is clear to everyone who benefits from this. The West began its colonial policy back in the Middle Ages and then followed the slave trade, the genocide of the Indian indigenous tribes in America, the plunder of India, of Africa, the wars of England and France against China. What they did was hooking entire nations on drugs, deliberately exterminating entire ethnic groups for the sake of land and resources. They hunted people like animals. This is contrary to the very nature of man, truth, freedom, and justice. Okay. Now, so far, if you're on the right, you're not interested in any of this, correct? Correct. The United States is the only country in the world that has twice used nuclear weapons, destroying the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and setting a precedent. Hmm, Even today, they occupy Germany, Japan, Republic of Korea, and other countries at the same time cynically calling them allies of equal standing. They beg for us to stay, but that's that's a whole, whole other story. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so again, I don't, I don't appreciate Vlad's uh, analysis of this situation. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to this. Now they've moved entirely to a radical denial of moral norms, of religion, and of family. The dictatorship of the Western elites is directed against all societies including the peoples of the Western countries themselves. This is a challenge to us all. This is a complete denial of humanity, the overthrow of faith and traditional values. Indeed, the suppression of freedom itself has taken on the features of a religion, outright Satanism. Do we really want here in our country, in Russia, Instead of mom and dad to have parent number one and parent number two and parent number three, have they gone completely insane? Do we really want it drilled into our children in schools that there are supposedly genders besides men and women and children to be offered the chance to undergo sex change operations? We have a different future. We have our own future. Mm. I mean, it's straight out of the Alexander Dugan playbook there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, you know, yeah. on both sides. Parent one and parent two was, you know, was we just talked about this with the uh, situation um, in Italy with the new prime minister who this was the speech. She actually used yep. those exact terms, parent one and parent and two. And what happened? And she won. 
and a lot of people here uh, united behind her. Now she is not tied to this. Yeah. By in fact, she's supporting Ukraine. We should point out. And the elites are calling her a fascist. Yeah, they're calling her fascist. And Putin is is calling the elites fascist. Mm -hmm. Notice he doesn't say even the governments. He says the elites of the West. He knows the language of the West. And I believe that's Alexander Dugan. This is absolutely the playbook of Alexander Dugan. They play on the morals and thus they can drive a wedge between us because most Americans will listen to that and they'll say, well, I shouldn't say most Americans, many Americans. If I just said that on the air and didn't tell you at Vladimir Putin, a lot of Americans would go, damn right. Now I tell you about Vladimir, that that came from Vladimir Putin and you're like, wait a minute. Wait, what? Why are we against him? Well, you heard his opinion of America before he said that. His opinion of the West. That's why he's looking again to Dugan for the fourth political theory. The third was fascism. The fourth is Dugan and uh, Euro-Asian, uh, Euro is, yeah, Euro-Asian um, policy to where they unite the entire Asian continent with Europe and they lead the way in Russia. Do you think, to, is there a, do you, the notice of them pointing out the, um, the uh, the precedent of nuclear weapons. Do you find uh-huh. that to be significant? I do. Because, do you? Well, I thought so, and I think it's I get another sort of veiled. We might just use nukes threat, which is not what what you want for multiple reasons. Um, obvious. The obvious ones are there. The secondary ones are you know we're currently led by a bunch of idiots. So the fact that you know the, the the reason we're avoiding nuclear war is i guess the restraint of vladimir putin which i don't have much faith in or are the competence of our current political leadership which i also have no faith in so that's good it should end, should, end up, should end up pretty well and what could go wrong but the problem is is it is with the elites it's really not with our neighbors our neighbors yeah. have been conned you know, if you've ever wondered, how did the German people go from, you know, good, decent people to that? How did that happen over a slow, long period of time of being groomed to accept that kind of stuff? And then all at once, we have been groomed. We are approaching that all at once part. And our neighbors, we still have a chance to embrace our neighbors and get them to wake up as much as possible. But at the same time, we have to renew our commitment to what we know is true. And the way to do that is to start speaking up, not in an angry way, but just speaking up and saying, that's not true. Sorry, men cannot get pregnant. And I know you. this is a little word game because what you're saying is, That woman is now a man, but that woman is still a woman, period. 
and no man has ever become pregnant. I'm not playing your word game. I understand what you're saying, and you have a right to say it, and I have a right to disagree with you. And I, for one, will fight for your right to say that. Will you? The answer most likely will be no. But that is fascism. Fighting for someone's right to speak and say what they want to say, and especially those things you vehemently disagree with, that is freedom. That's classical liberal liberalism. This is fascism. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to uh, Blake Masters. He is running for Senate uh, in the U.S. Uh, in Arizona. Uh, 40 days, about 40 days left. 37, I think, but 30. who's counting? Right? <laughs> it seems like you are. Um, 37 days left. You are neck and neck uh, for the, uh, the role of U.S. Senator. What is happening in Arizona? Uh, not, not a whole lot that's good. You know, we've got this wide open southern border. We, I know every county in America is a border county at this point. Fentanyl illegals, they're flowing everywhere. But of course, we bear the brunt of it with all this, uh, all this right. territory right on the southern border. And then Arizona also bears the brunt of the other crisis that Biden has caused, uh, this inflation crisis. We were just talking. Inflation is the worst in the country, in the greater Phoenix metro. It's 13%. Why do you think that is? It's, um, you know, to the extent you bake housing into the into the calculus, right, okay. uh, Phoenix housing, all the Californians are moving and, yeah. and driving up housing prices. But there's probably few, a few factors for it. Although I think inflation is like devastating across the country. It is. They say it's 8%. It's like, no, I think if you measure it properly, it's probably between so 10 and 15%. What's the solution? Because if the Fed continues to raise interest rate, which it must to suck the money back in and burn it, um, it'll, it could collapse the economy. Uh, and if yet if you they don't, don't, you've got hyperinflation. So what's the solution? These are the great choices that Biden is giving us, right? Yeah, There's right. A, the Ukraine version of this. It's like, what do you do? You know, how do you solve this? And I, I just have to say, zoom out and, and realize we're only in this because of Biden. Putin never would have invaded Ukraine if it weren't for Joe Biden and the weakness in the White House. And we wouldn't have to be making these hard choices. Do you hike rates and cause a recession or do you not do that and then allow potential hyperinflation? That choice would have been unthinkable three years ago when inflation was one, one and a half percent. This is why it's really dangerous. You know, Barack Obama famously said elections have consequences. Yes, they do. Somehow Joe Biden got into the White House and what a disaster it's been, not just for Arizona, but for the whole country and actually for the whole world. So the guy you're running against uh, was, you know, up in space for a long time. And so he's he's known, et cetera, et cetera. But he's not even, as Stu said, cinema yeah because i think there's this impression he's a well-known guy there's some sympathy for his family the the stuff they've had to go through of course and then there is a a situation where kirsten cinema seen by the nation at least as this kind of moderate at least in words if not actions and they kind of apply that to mark kelly but kelly's not that way and he hasn't earned it you know two years ago he promised he'd be independent he he uh he said i'm not a partisan i'm an independent okay some people bought that and he got in not by much but he got in now he's saying the same thing, but it's just a flat out lie. Because if you look at his voting record, people fight. Does he vote with uh, Joe Biden 95% of the time or 98% of the time? No, it's 100% of the time where it counts. 
Mm. You never have to wonder which way he's going to vote. And I actually do respect cinema. You know, I think she's too left. I, too. I think she's too left wing. I'd rather have two conservative Republicans. Correct. But credit where it's due. She said she'd be independent, and where it really counts, like on protecting the filibuster, yeah, or on you know build back better. She spiked that. She told Schumer to go pound sand, and she took some arrows for it. And that mm -hmm. takes guts. And that is the kind of independence of mind Arizonans want to see. That's the Goldwater, John McCain, Cinema. Even though she's on the left side of the aisle, mm. and that's what I'll do. Mark Kelly. He he said he'd be independent, and he lied. And he's just a rubber stamp in the Senate for whatever Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden tell him to. He is Chuck Schumer. He is Chuck Schumer. It's hard to tell them apart at all. He's the third senator from New York. He's the third senator from California. And as a result, Arizona only has one senator right now. I mean, it's really, really crazy. So help me out um, on uh, the border. What has to happen here? What is the difference between you and what we have going on? You know, it's not that complicated. We We had a pretty stable, secure border three years ago. Again, like you just have to... I think we need the wall. We need to finish the wall. We need to double or triple the size of Border Patrol uh, and give give those men and women at the border all the resources they need. But but really, it's just political will. It's just, hey, let's have a policy. Here's a radical idea for you. <laughs> when illegal aliens try to break into our country, catch them, turn them over to ICE, and deport them back to their home country or some other country that wants them. That's what we need to be doing. Instead... Biden and Mark Kelly, he's voted for this every single time. They like catch and release, where if you catch anybody, well, you just got to let them out. Mark Kelly wants to resettle these people in working class cities and towns throughout Arizona and throughout the country. And so as a result, just in the last 20 months, we've had 5 million illegals come here. And it's not like Biden and Mark Kelly are trying to, trying to catch these people and trying to, they're not trying to enforce federal law. They're right. willfully violating it, which I think is impeachable. I've called for Biden and Mayorkas to be impeached for this. I agree. And Mark Kelly, just for this dereliction of, of duty at the southern border, he's voted against border security five separate times. Just for that, I think he deserves to lose his job Who in November. Who would you um, say will be your allies or you hope to ally with in the Senate? Certainly Josh Hawley, uh, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have some good ones. Tom Cotton is a little bit more hawkish than me, but I think domestically he's he's excellent. Um, we we have some good ones. What about um, uh, what about Ukraine? What would you be doing with Ukraine? I'm very uncomfortable with this automatic reflex to just keep sending 12 billion every couple of weeks. Just keep sending 12 billion. You Thank know, and you. I tell people Mark Kelly apparently cares more about Ukraine's border with Russia than our own border with Mexico. Hmm. Because he's really focused on that. He's given them all the money they need, but he can't even find 10 or 20 billion for border security here at home, right? right? And people say that's a pro-Putin talking point. No, it's ridiculous. I think Putin's a madman. I think he's a murderer. I think the invasion was unjust. It's bad. It's like really bad. But again, how did we even get here? We got here because, you know, Putin, G, they're bad guys, but they're not idiots. They look at what happened in Afghanistan. They yep. saw Biden's weakness and Biden's surrender. And Putin felt emboldened to do that, right? Germany. They shut down all their working nuclear, and they made themselves dependent on Russian oil and gas. They gave up the so, leverage to Putin. And you're a tech guy. So you know how, how complex systems are. I believe we can go green, not all at once uh, and not at this rate, but I'm fine with going green if we're actually talking about going green. Having a green car that you plug in to a coal fire plant is not going green. Well, you know it's amazing. I mean? People think that, uh, oh, electric cars are just so so green. 
Well, the battery is a storage technology. It's not an energy source. And right. that car is being powered by coal, to your point, right? right? You've seen some when California's power grid was about to go off. Uh, you, you saw people with very expensive electric cars plugging them into gas generators <laughs> just to get the... <laughs> so so stupid. I, I, electric cars could be great, but like, yeah. you know, ultimately, I think we need nuclear. And until we have nuclear, and who knows how long that's going to take, although we should be making investments now, we have oil and gas. God bless this country with abundant natural resources. This stuff actually gets cleaner, clean coal, fracking. We should be drilling. We should be fracking. What you can't do is ideologically rush into the Green New Deal. That's what Germany did. Now they're gonna, you know, they're begging, begging for heating oil to heat their homes this winter. Uh, and that's the kind of energy future that Mark Kelly in Arizona and Joe Biden are trying to drag us towards. It, it doesn't work. So what, what can be done? What can be done? What should be done? You're on, in the Senate. On energy? Yeah. On anything? Well, I think it's stopping the war on fossil fuels. Like what did Biden think was gonna happen? This country's mostly powered by fossil fuels still by oil and gas. So if you declare war on oil and gas, you think that might make the cost of energy skyrocket? Of course. Of course, they took gas from $2 to $6. Now they want a metal because it's back down to, to like $5 in Phoenix, uh, only because Biden, of course, is selling out oil from our strategic reserves, which is a national security. It's, it's crazy. So stop the war on oil and gas, right? Repeal the crazy regulations uh, and, and start investing, start granting new oil and gas uh, drilling permits, right? Invest in nuclear. We need to be building more nuclear power plants and, and at do this you rate. Think, do you think things are changing enough to be able to do that? I mean, you know, we haven't built a new even refinery since like 1970. Nukes are way too dangerous. It'll take you 20 years to. They're, with modern technology, they're not dangerous at all. But we have, I saw this in the private sector. Very often we would find a nuclear tech startup, a talented nuclear physicist who wanted to be an entrepreneur instead of an academic. And they'd come to us with a small modular reactor design, you know, and it's innovative in X, Y, or Z. And so they could prove on a blackboard with math that you couldn't get a runaway nuclear chain reaction. The problem is, and we, we're hungry to invest, right? But then you do your diligence, including your regulatory diligence. Yeah. It turns out, yeah, the NRS, NRC hasn't approved a new nuclear power plant ever, basically. And they've made innovation illegal. There is no regulatory pathway to actually build a prototype that you can convince the government, hey, see, it's safe. We did it because this kind of technology is basically just outlawed by fiat. So it's like, what do you think is going to happen when you declare war on oil and gas, but then you make new sources and nuclear is the cheapest, most abundant, safest source of energy, right? It's the only carbon-free source of energy that works, you know, 24 hours a day. It would solve any global warming problem and would also solve our energy problem. And, you know, it's this is not new technology. But we've made it really, really hard to to pursue. And that's the culture in D.C. that I want to change. I know it's going to be frustrating to get in there. I'm going to be one of 100 senators. I can't just snap my fingers and the country's powered by nuclear. But we need to be trying now so that in 30 years, when my little kids are my age, uh, you know, this country should be mostly powered by nuclear. You, you say that you can't just uh, snap your fingers and do things in this country, which it was my understanding of the system the whole time. But we do have a president who thinks you can take, you know, a trillion dollars uh, in, in loan relief and just with the snap of his fingers, just do that without going to Congress. We have set up, I think, a real weakening of our system. The, the I president, don't even think we're a constitutional Republican. Uh, what? Uh, how could you? Is there anything to be done? about this i mean this is this is incredibly unconstitutional what's especially you're right of course and what's especially wild about that is five months ago nancy pelosi agreed with you yeah <laughs> yeah i said speaker yes. pelosi is biden going to do this if congress doesn't get its act together and she says oh he doesn't have the authority to do that mm. 
His own Department of Education said they didn't have the authority. And then five to do months this. later, Biden just does it. It's just like he did with the CDC, right, halting the uh, eviction moratorium. Yeah. His own White House lawyer said, "Sir, you can't. This is the CDC. Has nothing to do. You you can't just have them. You know, not allow landlords to collect rent. It's kind of unconstitutional." And Biden literally said, "I don't care. Yeah, let's do it." Let's let them litigate it later. And the Supreme Court said, hey, look, if you try this again, we're going to sh- shoot it down. And then he did it again anyway. And they did eventually, you know, I mean, eventually we, we saw the right end there. But I feel like right now we're at the situation where we have the courts that are the gar- guardrail for our entire system of government. And that's it. That's a terrifying place to be. I, it's why I, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that Joe Biden and whatever forces are behind Joe Biden, right? He doesn't know where he is half the time. But when I say Biden, I mean the White House that... Mm-hmm. They're tyrants. They really are. Mm-hmm. Like when I read about the OSHA vaccine mandate, they were using the, I'm sorry, the occupational health and safety bureaucracy to push a federal vaccine mandate on everybody in the country. I thought it was a Babylon B headline. I thought it was satire because <laughs> like they, they can't do that. It's unconstitutional. And I'm grateful the courts, of course, held that was unconstitutional. But no, they don't care. I remember my my uh, radicalization moment on on how little the Democrats care about the Constitution was when they were passing Obamacare. Yeah. You know, they asked Nancy Pelosi, well, where's the constitutional hook for this? It used to be, you know, the Democrats would make some argument. Oh, it's necessary and proper for X, Y, Z. It touches commerce. And because of this court case right, in 1941, right. they would always pretend that this was constitutional. Well, they asked Nancy Pelosi, where in the Constitution does it say you can you know, tax somebody if they don't buy a product in the market? And she laughed. And she said, are you kidding me? I know. And I remember. I, know. I was just like, wow, now they don't even pretend that they have to follow the Constitution. And how dangerous is that? If somebody wants to uh, help your campaign out, Blake Masters, uh, do they just go to BlakeMasters.com? They go to BlakeMasters.com. They, uh, in a patriotic spirit, get out their wallet and they donate <laughs> lots of money to my campaign. <laughs> because this stuff isn't, uh, isn't cheap. Mark Kelly's bombarding me with the, the most vile, vicious, slanderous attack ads. But, uh, you know... We're fighting back. David and Goliath type, type dynamic. Is but as the, you said, it's close. The it's Republicans close. tightening the, a lot. Uh, are they helping at all? The Senate with uh, the, uh, you know, Rick Scott and his senatorial committee, the NRSC yeah. has actually been very helpful. Um, Mitch McConnell, of course, has the bigger yeah. pool of money with yeah. SLF. They've canceled advertising, so they're yeah. not inclined to be helpful. But but everybody who can chip in five or ten dollars, it does yeah. add up. It is within a couple of points. So every dollar will make a difference here. BlakeMasters.com. That's BlakeMasters.com. We'll see you again. God bless. Thank you. Please win. <laughs> please. Thank you. Please, please win. Please. Have to. It's please. only the future please. of the country. That's yeah. it. That's, That's all it. it. No, no pressure. Deal. No big please. deal. Na, 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 na.